Hi, I'm Jennifer Wilde, and you're listening to Sober Exposure. If it's about recovery, we're going to cover it. It's like one big therapy session, but it's free. So thanks for joining our dysfunctional family as we uncover recovery with Sober Exposure. Let's go. And it is sober exposure with me, Jennifer Wild. Okay, we are we're totally gonna get exposed today. This is gonna be like more exposed than ever when it comes to me. If we talk about everything I want to talk about today, this is gonna be like a 10-hour show. All right. <laughs> I, I want to dedicate this show to one of my favorite people who's no longer with us, Star, Star B. And I have my other favorite person in the world. Brian D in the house. Okay. I'm just going to start by saying Brian D suffered with a subdural hematoma eight years ago. What is a subdural hematoma? Basically, his brains bled to death and he had like zero chance of living and he's standing here in front of me. What's up, Brian? How you doing, baby? I'm doing fine. Thank you. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm, I'm awesome, baby. I love you so right, much. Good. So, okay. It was 4th of July. 1990 something, I'm at this 4th of July party and I'm living in a sober house and I see this like drop dead hot guy that's like half Matt Damon, half Brad Pitt, like so friggin' hot. <laughs> do you, I don't know, do you remember this day, then the day that we met? Yeah, yeah, sure. No, honestly. Okay, so I like, know, I, I don't know. The, uh, Brian, the, we, we gotta be I, truthful I, here. I remember they told me at the halfway house, girls over there they liked you and you and Star were living together in a halfway house yes that's I, the first time i think i met you yes okay so there was a girl named star and she was my roommate and she, she was a southern girl and uh like we were living in a sober house and star was this like really wealthy girl she drove a corvette in a sober house and she had louis vuitton luggage but they told me i was gonna get a roommate named star i'm like okay i'm either gonna love this girl or hate her all right i thought maybe <laughs> she'd be a stripper we ended up being best friends so I invite Brian over to the sober house. No boys allowed. First of all, Star and I would never clean. We ordered, we, 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 we got a cleaning lady. <laughs> so Brian comes over and Star comes to the door. How does she come to the door? She's the first one that came to the door. That's why I spoke with her. Yeah. yeah and what, how did she come to the door? Do you remember? No, I don't remember. I remember Baby, she was she, sat down in the chair. She had face cream all over her face and you fell in love with her and you didn't love me. <laughs> okay. So Brian had a little brain injury, so that's why sometimes we have to remind him of some things. But so Star comes to the door and he falls drop dead in love with Star and not in love with me. So these are the very early days of Brian and we're all sober and I go on my way. Brian and Star fall in love and they're, you know, have this little wholesome life together and I go my way and then they break up and then Brian and I both relapse and we get together and all hell breaks loose. Yeah, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Why don't you tell us a little bit about your upbringing, Brian, like your early days in Philly. Well, I grew up with the mother. I had no father, and I grew up in a in a bad neighborhood. We were a gang in a bad neighborhood, and we were the toughest gang in the neighborhood. And we stole three cars a week, and that's what we did, and that's what we grew up with, and that was normal for me. So I thought oh, that was normal. I thought everyone did it. Right. Okay. And how was your relationship with your mother? And what about your sisters? And how old were you when your mother died? And what was your father like? Oh, my, my father, I didn't really uh, talk too much to my father. He'd call once a year on Christmas 
And uh, one year he flew me down to Florida to go to Walt Disney World. So I very rarely met, met my father, but we uh, we spoke maybe once a year. And my mom, my relationship with my mother was very good. And my sisters and my brothers are, were very good as well. Right. So Brian, Brian loved his mother. He was a little, he was a little mama's boy. Grew up in South Philly, beating the shit out of everybody. Tough boy. Body like the rock. I mean, you know, always into weightlifting. So friggin' hot. Mr. Castano, uh, I mean, just like sleeping with every, uh, Brian got more pussy than anybody, <laughs> all right? This boy, let me tell you something. Nobody nobody had more chicks than Brian. <laughs> We're going to fast forward. He comes down to South Florida and he goes to rehab. Then I'm, I'm going to just fast forward to you and I. Yeah, sure. We get together. We are running, all right? You move in with me. My dad buys me a house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the house? Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> I, I, li- I lived there with you. You lived yeah, there with yeah, me. Yeah. You did. You moved in there with me. The The funniest thing is, okay, so you lived in, you lived there with me, and it was like in this nice neighborhood. We turned it into basically a crack house. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? You yeah. bring, you bring... I, I stole your clothes to buy crack. <laughs> yeah. That was one time I was in, uh, I got sent away to rehab, and Brian was living in the house using, while well, I'm trying to get clean, and you go and take all of my clothes. Like, I, I also have a shopping addiction, and I have these beautiful clothes. And freaking Brian, it was the one time. When was the one time I ever got mad at you? That's the only time you ever got mad at me is when I stole your clothes. And, to, <laughs> and, and sold them on the street. Oh, and there was one other time. So Brian goes into the hood, and he brings somebody back. I'm like, Brian, there's somebody on my lawn. Who's on the lawn? You brought somebody back from the hood. The, the guy's just sitting there on my lawn. You're like, I, I don't know. And you're just ignoring. Listen, I just can't even tell you what. This man and I have been through together. There's nothing that we haven't been through. And I mean, we're making jokes and we're telling war stories. And but Brian and I loved each other very much. Oh, yeah. We're very close. We and we went through a lot together. We went through arrest. We went through. You don't remember the whole Joanne thing. When you have a subdural hematoma, there's things that you don't remember. Do you remember being a drug addict? Well, a lot, a lot of memory from eight years ago is pretty much. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of remember bits and pieces of it. Okay. Do you remember right before the accident what happened? No, the only thing I remember because my I had a brain operation, so I don't remember too much about the what happened the day of the operation or the day before the operation. I just remember I was taking opiates. Right. And I fell in love with the opiates. But the opiates one time I took it and I fell asleep in my scooter and I ran into a wall. All this time I'm talking about with the house and how we turned it into, you know, how we turned it into kind of like a, a little crack house and prostitutes. And uh, I mean, yeah. man, we were running. We, we, it was it was crazy. That was all early 2000s. Like, Brian, you and I were together during 9-11. We were up all night for days. We were like the Twin Towers were just blown up and attacked. I was with you. During, do you do you remember that? Do you yeah, remember? I remember 9-11, Yeah. Do you remember where you were? No, I thought it was in the halfway house when nine eleven started. No, you were you were you were with me. Oh, I didn't remember <laughs> that. Doing drugs. Oh, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. You were always in into cocaine, and then we we went our own way. I went my way. You went your way. We broke up. You threw my clothes out of your house, and I ended up getting married. And the weirdest thing, this is a crazy story. You ended up in a halfway house. Okay, again, because you were trying to get clean and you meet this guy with long hair, Jewish guy. So I'm Jewish and you meet this guy and you're like, you know, you know what, man? 
you would really, really hit it off with my ex-girlfriend. She's a DJ, she's into rock and roll, and she's Jewish, and you would really hit it off with her. Just randomly, a year later, I go out with this guy, and he's like, you know, do you know this dude from Philly named Brian? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you know what? He told me that I would get along with you. <laughs> do you remember that? Because you, no. you knew my ex-husband. So that's why my ex-husband, when you had the accident, we're going to get into that, for years, Wayne always always hated you was always jealous you were always a thorn in his side and when we found out about what happened you know my my ex-husband obviously wasn't very supportive when when the accident happened and i wouldn't leave your side so uh, understandably yeah so brian goes into the halfway house and you just you were like me you know you just couldn't get it you just could not get recovery in and out of halfway houses in and out of jail do you remember those times yeah. You were a waiter. You were a great waiter. What What do you remember most? Do you remember girlfriends? The only thing I remember is, because I, I just tell people this, I, ne- I never went a week without a girlfriend. <laughs> I, 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 never go, I never go one week without a girlfriend. <laughs> it's true. You didn't. You did not yeah. go a week without. But let me tell you something about you. When you had a girlfriend, a real girlfriend, you were always loyal. Oh, yeah. You were always loyal. You were, even though you were Mr. Hot Stud. <laughs> when you were out, you were out. And you were always a good friend. You know, you were always there for me. There was a time we were living with this woman who was significantly older than us. I was dating this guy. And Greg left me for an older woman who had a lot of money. Then Greg left her. And then she and I became really close. And then we started using in her house so crazy. And she ended up being my maid of honor in my wedding. Oh, what a life we lived. Yeah. But we ended up living in her house and really taking advantage of her. You were trying to stay sober. We were trying to stay clean. You actually called the cops on me. Oh, really? Uh, I don't don't remember that. Brian's a big guy. You have this big guy that looks like Matt Damon with a body like The Rock. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson's body. You're crying and you're like, what happened? What happened? And not to mention my mother who's no longer with us, but my mother loved you. Oh, yeah. So Brian's the guy that's running the streets, beating people up, getting in, you know, jail, but the soft spot. Like, what's, you know what your favorite song was? No, I know. I'm a, I'm a mama's boy, but uh, I don't know what my favorite song is. Oh, yeah, we can say that. where I'm always dreaming. I do like that song, yeah. I want to fucking die. <laughs> so <laughs> the Irish beast is turning bright red right now. So I, I'm going to fast forward. So star who's no longer with us, who we spoke about star was like, so even though this was years later and I'm married, Brian and I and star, um, all still kept in touch. Star moved back to Texas. Brian's living in Florida. I'm married with a kid. Um, I'm sober. Brian's not so sober. You and I actually hadn't talked for a long time, but we met at Starbucks and you had just gotten this scooter, okay? And you just weren't the same. You were going to the pharmacist and you were really into these opiates and and that wasn't like you. And the pharmacist knew you by name. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was soap, but not going to meetings. And you gave me one of those pills. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because <laughs> I just look in your eyes, Brian, I want to use, you know, because you and I, we are just like, woof. We are, uh, we are the toxic twins. We are like Steven Tyler and Joe Perry in the 70s, uh, you yeah. and I, baby. So um, 
Yeah, you gave me one of those oxys, and I went home, crushed it up, and I got high, and I was like, and you're like, oh, God, Jen. Yeah. I, I just wanted to stay away from you because I knew that you were trouble. I went to a meeting, and that was it. And then about two months went by, and I always followed you on Facebook. I called up Star. I'm like, Star, you know, I haven't seen any posts on Brian's Facebook in a while. And she's like, I know, I haven't either, so I don't know. What should we do? So I go on your Facebook page, and I see a picture of you in the hospital that you're posted. And all these posts of encouragement, like, you can do it, man. Fight. Stay alive. We love you, D. And I'm like, something happened. Something really bad happened. And so um, I didn't I hadn't talked to your sister in years, didn't have her number. I knew we obviously where you worked, so I called Vic and Angelo's. Ah, uh, this is hard. All right, I'm okay. And I said, um, "What ha- you know? I'm a I'm a very dear friend of Brian D's, and I need to know where he is and what happened. And obviously, they can't really say. Um, but they said he had an accident." And he's in the hospital, and he is hanging on for dear life. And I asked what hospital, and they wouldn't give me that information. So I knew uh, the area you lived in, so I started calling around hospitals, and I got the hospital, and I went to the hospital. Wow. Um, Subdural hematoma. You had to be fed. You... You were uh, cross-eyed. You had something on your head. You, um, I mean, your whole family was there, obviously. Brian, you were dead. Your father was like, we have a video. I, we lost that video. That video, we're like, how you doing, Brian? Boop. 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 That's how you were. Oh, wow. I mean, there was absolutely nothing. Nothing there. At that point, we didn't so much know exactly what happened. Obviously, we got the autopsy. Not the autopsy. <laughs> Thank God. Mm. But, I mean, you. But by, by, by the time I came into the picture and found out about it, you had already had the surgery. What, by the time I found out about it, you already had made it through the woods. But nobody was sure that you would still, you still had a chance of dying. But it was a miracle that you made it through that surgery. There was like maybe 10% that you were going to make it through. And by the time I found out about it, I was I was spared all of that terror, you know, because I found out about it afterwards. But remember, I found out about it much later because I had already missed you on Facebook. You were still that bad, probably about 30 days later, because I didn't find out until 30 days later. Oh, wow. You were in the hospital for nine months. Basically, I didn't leave your side after that point. I came to the hospital. It was like, I mean, I'm not trying to sit here and toot my own horn, but, you know, you, you, you were, you're my love. Mm-hmm. And you, you were in bad shape. I just feel like what, what happened was you started coming out of it a little bit, you know? And, I mean, having nothing to do with me, but the brain repairs itself. You started coming out of it, and it was really interesting because what, with the brain, I, I, learned, I started learning so much about the brain. And Terry Ann and I did extensive research together. She's, she was obviously your sister. You know that now. At the time, you didn't know that. Oh, wow. So I figured it out because I couldn't understand about your girlfriend. 
So you had a girlfriend at the time and you didn't remember your girlfriend, but you remembered yeah. me. Right. You remembered every, you, you still, you thought you were in Philly. You didn't realize you were in Florida. You, like there were certain things you remembered. I, what month is Christmas? You, you had no idea what month Christmas was in. Um, you remembered things from 10 years ago, but you didn't remember the present. You didn't know anything that was from 10 years to the present. Only 10 years, but that's why you remembered me. You remembered Star, because you remembered things from 10 years ago. But you had no fucking idea who your girlfriend was. Wow. Yeah. So, obviously, you had no idea about the accident. You were in the hospital, my dear, for nine months. Okay? And then, after that, after the nine months, Brian, they had nowhere to put you. Okay? Because here you are, disabled, with nowhere to go. Um, the Walmart slobbering story. Oh yeah, you, I think I remember, remember you telling me that. Yeah. So, we tried to place you into a like these horrible places, and it was still even in the hospital, just you you wanted to get out of there so bad. You thought you were in jail. You're like count. You had like little marks where you would mark the. Like, you know how when you're in jail and you put, put those, like, lines and crosses for the days, you know, and you, yeah. you were doing that. Um, we would, I would bring you the game Simon to do brain, to work on your brain, because I heard that that would help your brain. I had gotten a new job, and I was training with this new job, and you would call me, and then you would hang up the phone, and then you would call me back because you forgot that you just called me, you know? <laughs> and um, just... Every day, slowly but surely, your brain would come back a little bit, but then you would lose it again, you know? So we finally placed you. We couldn't find any place that would take you. Um, it was really, really hard. And we found a place, and then I took you out on a pass, and I took you to Walmart to try and get you stuff, just basic stuff. And, I mean, you could barely walk. You're friggin' drooling, and you took a towel. And you, you wipe your drool and then you put the towel back. <laughs> like, like, I think we're going to take, I think we're going to buy that towel. Um, and just nothing was right. Mental institutions, um, they were giving you meds and then you got really sick for some reason. And so you had to go to the hospital and you're in the hospital and your freaking father, um, put a block where nobody, nobody could. Um, call the hospital or see you. And so, I, I don't know, we didn't know what was wrong. And I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and make this about your father. But bottom line is, they were giving you drugs and you were on opiates again. And I went to visit you at the hospital. I got in somehow and you were so sick. You were crying, sweating. And they were, we, you were detoxing off the opiates. Oh, wow. Yeah. So anyway, bottom line is, you want to get to the, to the, the good stuff. I'd be, be okay. Um, you started, they detoxed you off the opiates and slowly but surely, you started coming to a little bit, you know? Um, I took you to a movie. I got you to, uh, we got you in a place that was like sort of decent, a little bit better, a little bit better. Um, and it's it's kind of foggy how things transitioned, but 
trying to think like it's it's very foggy how things transitioned, but you you got involved with a caseworker and you just worked really hard. So hard that I want you to do your alphabet trick. Oh yeah. Brian, say the alphabet backwards. Z Z Y X W V U T S R Q P O N M L K J H G F E D C B A. That's the alphabet backwards. Now listen. I never had a subdural hematoma, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I certainly can't say the freaking alphabet backwards. Okay, I want you to just like, I want you to relax, okay? And I want you to just tell everybody what your life is like today, okay? Um, what you do, how you save your money, what you're doing. Just tell us, tell us everything. Tell us how you have recovered, okay? Do you do drugs today? No, I'm sober. How long have you been sober? I would say for seven to eight years. Since the accident, have yeah. you picked up a drug? No. Okay. Tell me about Brian's life. So now I am sober and, I'm, and I have my own place. I live in my own place, but I'm disabled because of my brain operation. So I'm a little bit disabled. So I get social security disability. So I don't work. I tried to work, but I'm working is too over, overwhelming for me. So I don't work, which is okay because I get a pretty good social security disability check that I get every month. And with that check, I mean, I was able to save money. So I have $6,000 in my savings account just in case if something bad happens, I have money, money on the side. I'll tell you what's so miraculous about that. Before the accident, you couldn't save a penny. <laughs> and, and how do you get around, Brian? How I have my own car. You have your own car. Who paid for that car? Oh, I did with my disability money. Mm, is that car paid off? Yeah, the car's paid off. Okay. And you live? With who? With myself, my own apartment. So this is somebody that was not supposed to even live. And if he did live, never, ever live independently or feed himself. Oh, yeah. How do you get your own food, Brian? I go shopping at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you go to Walmart, if you go by the towel aisle, do you wipe your drool? Uh, no. no. <laughs> I'm a little bit different nowadays. I love you so much. Brian, I love you so much. Brian and I hang out and we go, sometimes we spend holidays together. And I mean, I don't see, I don't see you as much as I'd like to, but every time I see you, I get so much gratitude every single time. Because same here. I mean, you just like, I've known you forever. And so many of us aren't alive anymore. Like there's so many people and there's people that you don't remember. We just lost someone else that you don't remember that used to hang out at the Deerfield house that we turned into the crack house. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Yep. Her name is Melissa and she's no longer with us. We had two Melissa that used to hang out with us. She passed away. There's so many. And you know what, man? You're fucking kicking. And you are a hundred times better than the Brian that was before. That was getting arrested, beating up people, angry, doing drugs, you know, no sense of spirituality. Where, where did you just come from just now? <laughs> I came from my house. Oh, no. Okay. Well, I came from my apartment. Okay. Yeah. But what were you doing? 
Oh, driving to my car? No, I know, but honey, I, you, were, you were in church. Oh, I just came from church, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you're all about God. You think Brian cared about God before? No, no, not, not too much. Your God was the crack pipe, honey. Oh, yeah. And then the, and then the opiates. And, you know, it's so, it's so crazy because I was thinking about this, too. Like, for so long, it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter what your drug is, but um, it was the cocaine for so long. And the cocaine got you in trouble with the law and it always got you in trouble, but what really took you down. The obvious. Yeah. Uh, you don't remember this either, but you, it was so hard for you to get sober because you always could drink. Like the drinking never got you. So you would always say to yourself, like, I'm, I don't have a problem. I'm not an alcoholic. I can, I can have one drink or I can have two drinks. So that's what would always get you. That's what would always get you. And there's so many uh, drug addicts out there. I know my ex-husband, Wayne, was like that, too, where um, he could take or leave the drink at first, but he couldn't handle the drugs. So that, that, that hurts a lot of people because they, they, they can't admit their powerlessness. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, so yeah. that would get you. Me, friggin', I have one drink, I'm all gone. You know uh, I mean? I can't. Right. But you would be like, oh, I can have a drink. And yeah. then, but then the next thing you know, you're, you're, you're off the racing truck. Yeah. Just an, a, just a, a couple cute, funny hospital stories that I love. So one of the, one of the, uh, years, well, you weren't in the hospital for years, you were in the hospital for nine months, but it was your birthday. So I come and I bring a cake and the nurses and we're all singing happy birthday to you. And we're like, happy birthday. And I think it was, I don't know. I don't remember. Maybe for your 43rd birthday. So I tell you, you're 43. So then like the next year, you're like, Jen, I'm going to kill you. I'm like, why? You're like, I've been walking around all year thinking I'm 43. <laughs> and I just went and check my driver's license. And I'm actually really 44. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, that's the last time I'm listening to you, Jen. Yeah. You know? So, oh my God. Yeah. You're just, you're golden. I love you. You're a miracle. You're a fighter. You fucking didn't stop. You, what's that, that app that you, that you would, work on for your brain and neurofeedback yeah you did yeah. that and, and what else i could tell you're a little bit nervous because you you would talk so much about all that stuff you would do there's like some kind of motivational speaker that you love no grief. maybe yeah, yeah. yeah i mean th this guy's just, just fucking incredible power of inspiration and uh i love you so much thank you so much for coming on the show brian yeah, it was good to be here. It's always good to be with, be, be with you. And you've also done a lot for me. So I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. Is there anything you want to tell them about, about your good friend, Jen, about in the olden days? Well, in the old days, I remember she put me on the radio one time. And I said, I wasn't shy, so I didn't mind doing it. But there's no way I could be a professional DJ like <laughs> Jennifer. I wasn't that good. So I never wanted to do, to do it again. But, um, yeah, we used to just... Um, Everything, we, we, we were both spoiled, so we always got whatever we wanted, so we always had enough free time to party, <laughs> yeah, which wasn't good, because we were both spoiled. Oh, sweetheart, I love you. This is Brian D., everybody, sober exposure, and uh, just a miracle sitting next to me. I love you. Need more? Of course you do. The show's all about needing more. Go to my website at soberexposure.show or get stuck on my Instagram at soberexposure underscore podcast.